0: This week on the podcast, we discover how R&B singer Rihanna created the term "root Boy. Stay tuned! Welcome to On The Upbeat. I'm Matt.
1: I'm RJ Phoenix, and we have a fantastic show. I need to stop saying that. That's just my guess. Well, you just have
0: to come up with, like, a different word than fantastic. We have a fun show. We have an exciting show. We have an exuberant show.
1: <laughs> I feel that that might put more pressure on us. You know, yeah. if I say fantastic and that just becomes my thing, then people are like, okay, it's, it's a it's show. Just, but if I say, <laughs> if I change it up, they're like, Oh, this one's supposed to be more fun than the other ones.
0: <laughs> right. And then if it's not like, no, was, I mean, it was fine, but it wasn't fun.
1: Right? It was more fun than the fantastic episodes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm.
1: Oh, maybe I'm just being a little cynical. I don't know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Words are hard, it, like, especially on something like this, where you kind of do settle into a routine of things.
1: Yeah. It's yeah, just yeah.
0: really hard not to just rely on those common phrases that you use. That's why awesome slips yeah. out all the time for me. Uh, yeah. Like, I it's, mean... you know, I'll try to change up, but, you know, but it, I start to feel like you, where if I change it up, like, amazing. That's amazing. Like, eh, maybe yeah, maybe it wasn't that amazing. <laughs>
1: Uh, Is it more amazing than awesome?
0: Yeah. <laughs> maybe I should say cool because it's still sort of a lower end excitement sort of term. Oh, yeah. Um,
1: Man, I remember saying cool all the time. And then in third grade, my friends are like, nobody says cool anymore, <laughs> RJ. Everybody <laughs> says rad now. I'm like, ooh, we all say rad? Like, yeah, like radical. Like, all right. Radical. That sounds like a good nickname. Speaking
0: of, <laughs> speaking of rad, did you ever see that BMX bike movie called Rad. <laughs>
1: No, I never have, but I have several friends who, like, love it to pieces and, like, go crazy whenever there's a remaster coming out. Like, when the DVD came out, like, all over Live Journal, like, oh, my God, can you... And then when the Blu-ray comes out all over Facebook, like, oh, can you believe...
0: Yeah. I, I remember as a kid... Uh, by the way, if you don't know this movie, uh, it's basically <laughs> Karate Kid, but for BMX. Yeah. So much so that, uh, gosh, the, the same bad guy that's in Karate Kid, the first one. Oh, really? Oh, gosh, what's the actor's name? Oh, I have no clue. I watch Cobra Kai now, and he's all over it, and I can't think of the actor's name. Anyway, that same... Yeah, exactly. He's
1: also the bad guy. He's
0: also the quote-unquote bad guy in in Rad. And uh, (laughs) so, so that's... So go look it up. You can probably find the trailer online or something. But, um... And... And the, the, like, love interest of the main character is Aunt Becky from Full House. Oh, wow. Um, you know, the lady who's now in trouble yeah. for... Criminal Aunt Becky. <laughs> yeah, Criminal Aunt Becky. <laughs> um, but it's, yeah, it's so... It's got this, like, ridiculous, like... It's supposed to be, like, a... It's supposed to be, like, a dance, but they're on bicycles, and it's, like... There's supposed to be this, like, romantic scene, and they're dance, quote-unquote, dancing on bikes. <laughs> like, it's so Bike st- dancing. All right, that actually uh, sold. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. Because <laughs> uh, I guess maybe it's in place of, like, a love scene. They're just, like, dancing and spinning together on bikes, and you can totally tell it's not them. <laughs> oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> uh, so go check out the movie Rad. Uh, <sighs> go and, for it. And if you a, that's a Matt
1: Vest recommendation. R.D. Phoenix does not endorse the movie and, selections of Matt Vest.
0: also if you really like the movie rad, uh there's a uh, a t-shirt online t-shirt company that I know called 80 com. that they, they are not a sponsor. I just I do get a lot of shirts from them though. Um <laughs> But they do have rad merchandise from oh, the wow. movie, and I don't mean that as like a really cool merchandise, which yeah, they do. But, but from the movie Rad, specifically,
1: got... the, yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, it's so like stupid. It's such a stupid. And I remember renting that movie a lot as a kid. By the way, wow. like from Seven Eleven. I don't know if you remember, you could rent movies from Seven Eleven at one point.
1: Well, you know, I grew up in the sticks. <laughs> there was no Seven Eleven to mm. rent from, but. We could rent from the local Kroger's, which is a grocery uh, yeah. chain, same as Ralph's out, out here on the, the Southern California. Right. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, you could rent, uh, but I'd rather always rent video games, so I was always yeah. renting the the Nintendo games. Yeah, that, almost every grocery store, if it was big enough, had, like, video or video game rentals where I'm from. Wow. Until, like, video shops started opening up, but they weren't really a thing for a while.
0: Yeah, I don't remember video game rentals until maybe... Like blockbuster times, like I don't. Rem- Maybe I'm just not remembering something, but I, I really don't remember them until well, blockbuster. Well, for
1: me, this is all post 1990, which is when I got my NES system that I won in a contest. So I, I know I. You could mean you didn't have a Nintendo
0: after. in the eighties? No. Well, I'm, I, no,
1: that's, that's called not having well, money. How did you?
0: <laughs> how did you make it through life? I, I don't understand.
1: That. I drew and I read a lot when I was a kid. And it was really funny because I still hadn't discovered comics by then, though either. When I was writing and drawing yeah, all the, right. and reading all the time, yeah. No, that wasn't even till I was like '94. I, I, I'm I'm late to everything, man.
0: <laughs> it's except for ska. You were early. I was in, in com- compared to like pop culture, but like yeah, yeah.
1: I, I think man, I was very early for the Midwest. Uh, yeah. Man, <laughs> <laughs> not so early for some people on the coasts. Sure. Sure. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I think the reason why is that, like, okay, I've missed out on so much stuff. What's out there and what's cool? Like, because yeah, I was late to the party on everything. And then it was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, 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 Nirvana. I can hear them on the radio. What Well, what, what else is going on? What, what else can I find? What other music? Oh, they might be giants. Oh, this is cool. This is cool. All right, cool, cool. Let's, oh, what's this? Oh, Dave, you say Oingo Boingo? Cool. Yeah, Dave, Dave. I'm going to listen to Oingo Boingo. What? You said the lead guy from Oingo Boingo likes some music called Ska. Tell me about it, Dave. <laughs> I had this friend named Dave who was like a, the guy. Uh, Dave, yeah. And so, Dave's not yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> He's actually a very accomplished uh, um, songwriter, uh, score writer for uh, video games and commercials out here now.
0: Oh, it's cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's he's the best. I run into him every once in a while, and it's he's always like Brian—that's uh, my <laughs> real name—and uh, he knew it from high school, not from like other stuff. And uh, I'm like Dave, what's up? And they're like, we usually hang out. He's he's a good guy. He's a really good guy.
0: Awesome. So, uh, how was your break time away from the show?
1: Uh, mostly good. Uh, no no major appliances breaking down this time. Uh. Uh, yeah, no, it was it was it was fun. We we did Fourth of July, which was all right, except for I don't know where you live. If uh, fireworks go off constantly for the two weeks leading up to Fourth of July, but we had that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, even I during like the every, day.
0: Um, I can't a hundred a lot though. I can't say a hundred percent every single day, but a lot. No, I mean during the daylight. Oh yeah, during the day. Okay. Yes, okay, absolutely. Cool. <laughs> and I'm like. Motherfuckers, like you can't even see it. Why are you wasting your money? Set your money on fire. That's you can see that. <laughs> yeah, it's three p.m. on July fifth. Would you give it a rest? <laughs> uh, my, yeah, I, I tend to not really be bothered by, uh, like fireworks on the Fourth of July. No, oh, yeah, not at all. Um, though so I, I am sort of starting to get the problems with like random neighbor neighbors sign, you know shooting off those like big ones mm-hmm. you know because it can really rattle you know That's
1: <laughs> all we get in my neighborhood now, now I do have to say they tapered off much quicker this year than any other year I've lived in this area
0: oddly enough same I don't know what that yeah. maybe it was a weird crack yeah kind of
1: it, it's but uh usually it's still going strong uh by this time yeah and yeah, uh, it usually. only starts to taper off once we get to like early August. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah. No. That's, uh, and then it picks right up for Labor Day, and then tapers off again.
0: Yeah. So we for the Fourth of July, we went in the afternoon. We went to uh, a a friend's house um, and hung out with another married couple and their kids, and hung out at the house and stuff like that.
1: Oh, married couple stuff.
0: <laughs> yep. Um. Kids played in like, um. The the younger our youngest and their young kids. All played in like this, like, like kiddie pool. It was a little bit bigger than the average kiddie pool, but still a kiddie pool. Um, We had uh, Tri Tip. They, uh, uh, my friend Curtis made some yummy Tri Tip, and that was great. And uh, we just hung out, uh, had Independence Day on in the background, and just, you know, watched (laughs) Will Smith save the Fourth of July. Hell yeah. And um, because that's what it's really all about. and then and then for the night, we went over to another friend's house, another married couple, yeah. and we set off some, like, you know, sort of, like, safe fireworks.
1: A bottle and, rocket kind of thing. Well,
0: not bottle rockets. Nothing that really, oh. you know, the little, t- like, you know, like a piccolo, oh. paint, like the little yeah, 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 things yeah. that, like, to ants look amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. And the kids love them. I, I actually prefer the... I, I actually think if all places made those more accessible and legal, people shooting off gigantic exploding ones that yeah. co- shake, you know, turn off, you know, set off car alarms, I think more less yeah. people would do those if you could just have the more rational yes. ones because they're not loud. They're just yeah, really yeah, not. Yeah. So, so my friend had some of those and we set them off and that was fun and then kind of... And every... Everywhere around where we were, because we were in the city of Anaheim, like, everywhere was setting off the big ones and stuff oh, like yeah. that. So, you can't ignore it as much yeah, as I don't no. really... not a gigantic fan of them. Yeah. Um, I'm a fan of fire, like, Disneyland fireworks. Like, I'm a f- yeah. fan of big fireworks. There's a time and place. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, setting them off in your neighborhood. And, you know, I did seem ambulance. We did see some fall over <laughs> in an ambulance yeah. show later. So... And years ago, I saw a palm tree catch on fire, uh, yeah. in one neighborhood. So you know, I don't. I,
1: I think maybe uh, people they tapered off so quick. Is I don't know if you saw the footage from downtown Los Angeles. Uh, one went into into uh, the balcony uh, in an apartment building, pretty like 19 stories up. Yeah. 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 So I, I think maybe just people saw like, oh, maybe we back off for a yeah. little bit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's not. It's not cool. Like it's you're just you're asking for trouble with stuff like yeah. that. And it, it's not really worth it. So, um...
1: Yeah, and then this week, Big Brother started. I don't know how many reality show fans we have listening to this podcast. Hopefully I, none,
0: because reality show, uh, shows are terrible. i would fight you on Big Brother, because <laughs> it's awesome. Well, uh, I guess something like Big Brother, they don't, like, they're not playing a game. There's no strategy of double-crossing. No, there is there is a strategy oh, to then, Big Brother. Yeah, not, not a fan. Because if it's but, like...
1: Here's it's the like thing the... about Big Brother uh-huh. is they have the live feeds that go all the time, so there's mm. not so much like manipulation and stuff that they can kick, cut out for the real show, right. because there's going to be people that are going to call them on it. Right. Yeah. That makes. It's sense. probably the most realist you can get with a reality show, to be mm. honest. For th- a reality game show. I
0: think Survivor started to really curve my hatred for um, reality. Oh, reality. reality. It wasn't Rock of Love. <laughs> School Academy? Come on. But when it became like, let's see who we can undercut and backstab and stuff like that. Like, if you talk old school, like real world, when it was just sort of about different people from different walks of life living together, like that kind of... Before
1: they started giving them jobs? Yes. Yes.
0: Yes, exactly. When they were sort of like had to do things on their own Mm -hmm. (laughs) and live life. That was interesting to me. Like, I get yeah. that. And yeah, I'm sure it was edited and wasn't quite quote unquote real, oh, yeah. but whatever. But like, it just wasn't a game where you're playing with people's like emotions. Like, I'd probably, there's, I
1: just, there's I'd, not many reality shows that aren't games that I can stand. Like, because no. you got a Big Brother, with us, that's a game. Uh, Amazing Race, that's a game. Real Housewives aren't games.
0: <laughs> um, I well, do like this. okay, like The Amazing Race, I sort of get because mm-hmm, that, that's fun. Because that's not necessarily bent on like backstabbing other people as much as
1: well. You can screw people over, but it's not as backstab. It's not as yeah,
0: yeah. It's just sort of being wittier and you know, sort of and being more you know a better sportsman sort of activity. Like you're just, maybe you move faster. You're more creative in something. No, you
1: can totally screw people over in that <laughs> <Yeah>. game.
0: <laughs> well, at least the early episodes that I watched was it, it didn't seem yeah. so like backstabbing. It's
1: not as like cuts and backstabbing, but you know, if you get like a power to make a team do both challenges instead of one, and you use it, like, you make sure to use it on the team you know is going to go faster so they get slowed down a bit. Like, um,
0: yeah, but that's just strategy versus...
1: That's strategy. Like, yeah, lying should... to
0: someone's face about, like, oh, your relationship yeah, yeah, yeah. with them. Like, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. not cool.
1: That's not cool. <laughs> and, but, uh...
0: yeah... And don't oh, even get me started on the Bachelor and the Bachelorette. Like, Ooh,
1: I can't, I can't, those, I can't even do those. They,
0: they are what is wrong with society.
1: <laughs> I can't do those. I can't do any 90 Day Fiance. No, I can't do any of that. But Big Brother, I oh every year. <laughs> That's something I got from Allison though, yeah. after, after we moved in, because her and her dad are big Big Brother fans.
0: Oh, on our break, um, I also went out and saw like a movie in a movie theater for the first time in since you madman. man. <laughs> Now, I was the the people I was primarily hanging out with were were all vaccinated individuals, but obviously' oh, we're, nice. in, we're in a movie theater, so, yeah, I don't know about everyone else. but yeah. the people that yeah. I like we went to dinner with uh, most of us went to dinner beforehand, and you know, when we talked, you know after dinner and before the movie, you know, yeah. we were all together. so that was nice fine uh it was good to be out um
1: yeah we uh me and Allie went on a nice dinner date to a kind of a fancier spot this this last weekend and uh, it's, it's been a while since we've done anything like that in general let alone since covid yeah
0: yeah it's good yeah it's a good time getting
1: slowly back out into the world yeah but and then the variants come at you and now you're like ah, should i stay <laughs> home again
0: yeah i was listening to the news this morning i Um, (laughs) this is
1: just a covid cast now
0: (laughs) yeah and uh you know talking about like getting the booster shots and all that stuff and it seems like they're kind of up in the air about whether or not some people say you need it you can you should be able to get it right now and you kind of it'll be helpful and then other people are other organizations are like well you probably yeah you're going to need one but in like a year from when you originally got it so it's like I'm kind of okay, uh, either way. Personally, yeah, either, it's because too. I I say that because I personally have a strong immune system, so I'm not like lucky, and <laughs> I, I do not. I do, I do recognize that. So yeah, you know, um, you know, but I'm hoping overall, you know, I've seen numbers go down. So yeah. um, you know, compared to what they were a year ago.
1: Yeah, let's hope that continues <laughs> right and if you haven't got your shot go go get your shot man. yes go. And, and if you if you want to debate about it come at me find me radley j phoenix i'm on twitter uh I'm on, on instagram i will gladly take on anyone who's got questions because I, I look up stuff too online and I make sure I get more than three sources.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, you don't, I don't want to debate anyone on any. Yeah, that's why
1: yet. I said don't, don't contact on the upbeat, get me.
0: <laughs> yes, because I uh, don't care about yeah. your opinion. Uh, um, and you don't care about mine. You're going to do you, like I have no, and I, and I'm sure everything I throw at someone about it, they probably have already seen, so you're either comfortable with it or you're not, and if you're not, then you hate everyone around you. I'm not
1: just you just don't respect your community. <laughs> yeah,
0: just hate, and you want us all to die. <laughs> all right. Speaking of death, here is some ska news. Yay.
2: Rude girls and rude boys too. <laughs> Ska
0: News! Yes, Ska News, where we tell you about the latest things going on in the Ska world. Um, all right. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Tell me
1: what you got, Matty.
0: Uh, first up, we have um, uh, the Reckless Breakfast. Uh, they yeah. They dropped a new album called Better Never... Then late on July fifth, uh, they are a ska punk band from from Wales, and uh, uh, they dropped yeah in uh, a new album, and uh, we're gonna listen to the I think it's the second track, eh, it's the first track on that album called "The Only Way Is Up." <laughs>
1: that yeah that's good it, uh, i i found them just like scrolling around on band camp and then like the very next day one of the members of the band like emails me is like i don't know if you've heard of my band <laughs> 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 i was like oddly enough i just did It's <laughs> <That's laughs> funny It's
0: funny but, uh, yeah it's a fun album yeah so uh once again that is the reckless breakfast um with a new album called better never than late and uh, they're from Wales, yeah, and uh, yeah. so you should check out that album. Next up, Lollipop Lori dropped a two-song EP called Little Lie on July 9th. They are from Russia, and they make Jamaican ska, reggae, dub music. And uh, you can find out, um, I think they've put out a c- couple albums. Yeah, um, Some. they've been around a while. Yeah, some singles, EPs, and stuff but we're going to listen to the title track off the two song ep called little lie
2: when little leaves, like it down-
0: Good. Mm-hmm. It's, it's got a beat and you can dance to it. <laughs> that's this what it's like. kind of laid back. I enjoy yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, all right. Next up is a uh, ska punk band from right here in Orange County, specifically from Huntington Beach, California. Uh, a band called The Readjusters. They drop their full length album called capital vices on july 7th and uh we're gonna check out um the first song the first like real song there's like an intro little tune at the wow. beginning of the album but uh, we're gonna check out the the uh full-on real song um full song called power all right this is the readjusters with power Good song yeah it's a good album too um, yeah it is so make sure you check out the readjusters uh their new album um that recently dropped capital vices all right um oh
1: i got one more bit of news oh if that's yes all you got me no
0: go ahead so uh coming this friday uh, actually
1: i think it's saturday the 17th for the, the next record store day of the year right. uh the older band's from the Sacramento area called punch. The clown is putting out a uh, compilation of some of their favorite songs on vinyl. And they actually found a song uh, that they never released the cover of fly me to the moon. And it's going to be debuted (laughs) on this uh, compilation album. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I was a fan of them way back. I don't know how I heard of them being all the way in the Midwest, but I did get a hold of one of their albums back in the day. And I heard that was coming up and I'm like, alright I'm 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 about it like bring me some more Punch the Clown remastered and a brand new track so that's something to look out for if that was a, a band of, that you liked back in the day or if it's the first time you've ever heard of them Good check, stuff.
0: check out Punch the Clown yeah don't just go randomly punching clowns though because they might mm. some of them are creepy some of them are nice people let's just say
1: I mean there's just people trying to do a job trying to make you <laughs> laugh man
0: yeah or murder you, depending on... Most of them are just going to juggle at you, Matt. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so, we... Um, I've had this thought in the back of my mind for quite some time to do a segment on, like, other types of music that RJ and I are into. Sort of to give you...
1: Because I, I talk about it constantly.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Well, we talk about it, but we don't ever, like, stop and really sort of maybe explain, like, maybe a little bit of uh, our other musical interests and where they come from and stuff like that. So, I thought we'd do a little bit of a deeper dive um, on this. But, um, actually, you know what? We'll do it after this little segment. Okay. But um, I had something else pop in my head. I'll go first. And so, the whole point of this little segment is maybe just to introduce you to, like... Other music that we're into, Um, and maybe just so
1: you know, we're not so boring that all we listen to is ska and ska.
0: Yes. Um, (laughs) So, had had I been having this discussion with you, R.J., maybe five years ago, ten years ago, I definitely would have started off with Michael Jackson. So,
1: oh yeah, yeah, you mentioned yeah, (laughs) yeah.
0: As a kid, I was a huge Michael Jackson fan. Uh, probably, I can never actually quite remember what album I first bought. Was it Michael Jackson's Thriller or this like Greatest Hits Monkeys album? Because <laughs> as a kid, I was super into the Monkeys.
1: The Monkeys uh, rule, dude.
0: Yeah. So I'm sort of doing an dishonorable mention of Michael Jackson simply because um, I. You know, if you, you were to look at my listening habits, you know, if, if somehow you could like look into my mind and see my musical listening habits, you would know that I, as a kid and as a early teenager and young adult, I loved Michael Jackson, uh, but given, uh, allegations against him and then yeah. that documentary that came out on HBO a year or two ago, um, uh, and I watched it and it was very compelling and I have not listened to, um, an adult Michael Jackson song willingly, you know, if it's yeah, on yeah, somewhere yeah. else, I can't control it, yeah. but, um, willingly pretty much since then. So it's been like a yeah. year and a half, two years. Um, just cause I just, it wasn't sitting, you know, through all yeah. the other allegations and stuff like that, like I was kind of on the fence about it cause he was never actually found guilty of anything. Yeah. But then after seeing the documentary, it was like, wow, these stories
1: are yeah. are,
0: are a lot the same. And he yeah. probably did stuff and it's sad. Um, but I do like, that's a big part of my musical journey. Yeah. Michael Jackson. It's probably why I love pop music so much in general. Yeah. Um, But moving on from that, uh, and and also I do have a huge love of, like, 50s music, Beach Boys, the stuff that my dad grew up on, uh, or I grew up listening to my dads that I still like, but I tend to only only listen to that stuff during the summer.
1: (laughs) My first music that I loved was surf rock, so, like, Beach Boys and Jan and Dean and stuff like that, yeah.
0: And I tend to only that when I when summer comes, I make a summer playlist. That's where that stuff ends up. Yeah, just because it <laughs> just feel, that it feels like summer to me, especially being from southern California. So well, it's
1: always spring or summer.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah, we don't have a winter or a fall. really. <laughs> no, no, no. We um, kind of have a fall for two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> blink, you might miss it. Yeah. Um. All right, but first up, I want to um one of the early bands that I got into that was more. I guess, quote-unquote, alternative, was a band that most of you will probably know by the name of MXPX. And uh, I just, I love their their lyrics, and I love their, um, their energy. And I don't think they've, they've definitely made albums that I've not liked as much, but I, I would say I don't think they've ever made a, a really bad album. Like, yeah. And uh, I really love their more recent album, which is basically a self-titled album, Uh, just MXPX, it's what it's called. And uh, I really love this song. And this song gives me, like, that sort of, um, you know, that feeling of, like, well, let's put it this way. Like, the feeling of movies like The Sandlot and Stand By Me, that sort of, like, coming-of-age just loving the town you're in and loving being young. And that's sort of what this song is called Uptown Streets. You know, it's it's got the traditional skate punk yeah. vibe to it, as well as sort of like this the opening rift, I don't, uh, you know, the Atari's cover of um,
1: gosh, I'm just gonna cut you off right there. No. <laughs>
0: You don't... Oh, gosh. Um, I never
1: listened to them of the, I saw them play a few times and I never really got gosh, into them enough to buy an album.
0: Gosh, what? I just... I have to look it up because I can't think of... It's gonna... I'm gonna make myself very mad that I can't think of this song. Um, <laughs> is it the Boys of Summer? I think so. Yes, it's the Boys of Summer. <laughs> the guitar riff in this MXPX song reminds me of... Um, the guitar riff in Boys of Summer, or just the feeling of it overall. And I just, you know, I love it. Nice. You know, it has that strong summer sort of remembering your childhood fondly, yeah, yeah sort of feel. Uh, next up, this, even though most people would not put this band into like a pop category traditionally, Uh, They are more often classified as, like, an alternative rock rap group. But their last album very much has strong melodies and a very sort of pop-orientated vibe. Um, And uh, it's Linkin Park. All their albums always have some, like, I feel like they along with bands like MXPX, they like, never really repeat the same sound, always. Um, somehow it's always a little bit different. And uh, this album, the last album, um, uh, gosh, why can't I think of the name of the last album? Oh, yeah, One More <laughs> Light. And I just I just love this record. And, uh, you know, it was Chester's last record. And it, yeah. more than likely, it's probably Lincoln Park's overall last record because yeah. they haven't said they're going to do anything more. Um, they also haven't said they're not going to do anything more, but yeah. I kind of think it is, but <laughs> uh, it's this song. So this album just is very different in the fact that um, just, just the way it's produced, uh, it still has, you know, singing with rapping and um, but the guitars aren't quite as heavy and overall it's a little bit more pop Orientated, so the song I picked is called uh, uh, Halfway Right.
2: I scream at myself, and there's nobody else to fight. I don't lose, I don't win. If I'm wrong, then I'm halfway right. Used to get high with the dead and kids, abandoned houses where the shadows live. Right now, the road dissolving like an empty vow Couldn't remember where I've been that night I knew I took it too far All you said to do was slow down I remember, now I remember All you said to do was slow down But I was already gone
0: Such a good song. Um, yeah. This album is kind of why I kind of said that, you know, they were one of the bands that sort of transitioned out of that new metal rap rock thing yeah, yeah, yeah. fairly well, um, at yeah. least in my opinion, because uh, I think they still found a way to um, be who they were. Sort of, they're still rap and sort of singing and even um, a little bit harder edge without, so they didn't fully like ditch that, especially the last couple albums. They didn't fully ditch that, but they found a way to also probably fall into the more pop orientated music. Yeah. And I think they did it without it feeling unnatural. So, because um, a lot of these more poppy elements have kind of always been there, just maybe yeah. to a lesser extent. Um, okay, so next up, um, I am also a big rap fan.
1: And- oh, okay. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say going into this, I had some guesses, Matt,
0: uh-huh. of
1: what you were gonna say, and, and you're already prefacing this next one as rap, uh, which means that I only nailed one of your selections. For my guesses, and I knew I knew you were gonna do Lincoln Park. Oh, really? Yeah, I knew you were gonna do Lincoln Park from talking to you. I, I did not guess the MXPX, but I very much should have. I was expecting this last one to be Weird Al, and I'm completely wrong now. Unless yeah. we're gonna do Weird Al rap song. But I don't. <laughs> no. When I say when I want to talk about, you know, I'm into comedy music too. Yes, yes. So yeah.
0: And yeah,
1: oh, I mean, we oh, g- I have an idea who it might be now. Ah, oh, damn it!
0: You probably don't know this artist, so oh, okay, <laughs> um, so like, I've been listening to rap since I was a, like, I don't know, elementary. I remember having this, um, maybe junior high. It's probably junior high yeah. when I started uh, listening to MC Hammer as well as like Run DMC. I had this Run right. DMC like greatest hits it was like the early nineties and Randy Mc was already on to a greatest hits album. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, I was listening to them and public enemy. Uh, I started listening to in high school and stuff like that. Um, Jay-Z, I started listening to, you know, sort of in early adulthood. Um, you know, those are, I used to be really into Coolio. Um, and, uh, but I even listened past his like one hit wonder. Yeah. Um, Now, this next artist, you know what? I'm just going to let him speak for himself. Um, It's an artist most people probably haven't heard of. Uh, His name is Propaganda. And uh, this song is called uh, Crooked Ways. And it's from the 2017 album Crooked. And, uh, you know, this song is very untraditional in the fact that it's just like four and a half minutes of him rapping. There's no like real chorus to speak of. Oh, well, hey. um, it doesn't have any like it doesn't have a hook, yeah, um, necessarily. Um, but it's also a very poignant song. Um, I almost wish we could, you know, play the whole thing and then talk about it, but um, <laughs> I'm just gonna, you know, this is the kind of stuff that I listen to, um, and really appreciate and uh so yeah let's check out this song by propaganda called crooked ways
2: Word to grandpops who couldn't fathom the Obamas's. I don't hate America, just the man she keeps her promises. 20 teens looking like the 60s, it's crazy. A nationwide deja vu, what my people post to do. Go to schools named after the clan founder. Word around town is y'all don't see why we frowning. Native American students forced to learn about Winopera. Sarah, how is that fair, bruh? Some heroes unsung and some monsters get monuments built for them. But ain't be all a little bit a monster. We crooked. Man, your heroes are worthless And man can show try But only God gives purpose You crooked uh. Be humble or be quiet Your kingdom can catch flames As effortless as riots Entire empire's a card castle Chill And the strength of your whole team Is crumpled with one meme It's crooked uh. Your whole works is twisted He ain't old enough to buy beer But go and enlist him Send him to Iraq And why he come back crazy Cause no human being should see the inside of a baby You expect trust in a system that Needed to be convinced of the madness of trust in a court that waved a confederate flag. It's crooked. That's twisted, demented, perverted, got fallen written all over us and got the nerve to judge each other crooked. That uh, logic fatally flawed, like sickness is the sign that you out of the will of God. Like one ounce of crack gains, the same amount of jail time as 18 of cocaine. But ain't they the same thing? It's crooked. Uh, stay known. on...
0: Yeah, so this song goes on for another like four and a half minutes. Wow. Just with the sort of same sort of vibrant sort yeah. of just saying all the brokenness things yeah. in our society. No, that's good. And, um, yeah, he's one of my favorites um, of the last few years um, that I've been listening to. And uh, he, he with a lot of rap that I listen to, um, he is a, I guess they would prefer the term rapper who is a Christian. Uh, okay. And, uh, but he is very on the more liberal side of of that equation, as you can tell, just listening to him. And, uh, and like I said, it goes on straight like that. There's no hook. There's no, it's just, uh, you know, straight rhyming. And, um, so I, I love it. I'm not that he doesn't have songs with hooks and choruses and stuff like that, but that particular song. Just always stands out for, to me yeah. because of that. So that's that's me in a nutshell. And of course, yeah, wow. of course, there's things like Weird Al that I could like get into. I thought
1: <laughs> when you said you were gonna play some rap, I thought you were gonna drop some DC talk on us.
0: <laughs> no, though. If if I had to, if if this <laughs> You're were the only person I still see online that even talks about DC talk, if I were to discuss, like, um, I did contemplate playing. Um, something from them Um, but I kind of tried to pick more styles versus maybe important albums so I tried to go like this is sort of the spectrum of things that I listen to Um, that's why I thought it was important to mention someone like Michael Jackson just to point out like I do listen to a lot of pop stuff too Um, actually nowadays very little on my on my radar for pop falls falls in um Taylor Swift is probably the closest and I don't even listen to Taylor Swift all that often I do check out her stuff when it comes out but like I've never bought an album (laughs) so um, (laughs) that's fair and she and she does have some really good pop songs regardless she does you know know, regardless of sometimes how whiny she can come across but anyway
1: (laughs) you know if someone makes good pop music I'll always give them credit for it not that I always buy it sometimes I really love it but uh
0: so, so I, yeah, that's why I didn't get into things like Weird Al or DC Talk. Cause, yeah. like, as important as, like, I could argue that the Jesus Freak album is from DC Talk, it's really not like crossing musical spectrum the way these other bands yeah. sort of do. That I wanted to, like, this is the yeah. kind of stuff I generally listen to on a regular basis. Um, and, uh, I even thought about like Weezer, but yeah. like, you know, I just tried to pick things that fell on the wider part of the spectrum yeah overall um nah, yeah so good. that's me what right, cool. what say you
1: well i mean everybody knows that i love they might be giants in the band bis because i talk about those two acts constantly <laughs> but that'd be boring man because first of all uh if you want to hear more bis just just get a hold of me because uh jeremy from uh courtesy of tim once asked me what's this band rj's always talking about i made a whole spotify playlist <laughs> so if you want to know more about this come at me i'll hook you up and they might be giants it, you know they're pretty easy to to find and access and get into if you want to so yeah they're they're not kind of a little hidden this sometimes hard to find there's a lot of bands with similar names and mm-hmm. even other two bands that have the same name that came after <laughs> them oddly enough uh so, I was like, you know, let's not so much do that. But uh, yeah, so Biss, They Might Be Giants are always in my top three bands. But I thought maybe I should play this third band. Uh, and this is a band called The Amazing Kilowatts. They were a local band for me. I've been roommates with half the band at one time. Oh. Uh, they're, they're friends of mine that I still keep in contact with. Uh, I went to the the drummer's wedding a couple years ago. I went back home. Uh, I missed I missed the the bass player's wedding though. She's friggin' awesome, and I still feel bad about that one. Uh, but no, it's uh, so I I was like, oh, what song of theirs should I play? And I, I think I settled on the Radio. Mm-hmm. Um, Only because I thought it'd be funny to pick a song that has a bridge that's ska when we're not talking about ska music. (laughs) (laughs) But you have to get way deep into that song to get it to it. But uh, this is one of those songs when they play it, they'd tear down the house or the American Legion Hall and the back room of the pizza place, wherever we could get a show.
0: (laughs) All right, so here's radio.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, they were a fun band and and when I think of like power pop and like uh pop punks so that that's what I'm usually talking about. This really like kinda happy, upbeat, but yeah. still very garagey, kind of rough around the edges kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorite styles of music. <laughs> awesome. Other than the sky, obviously. <laughs> um so then I was like, okay, well what well, let's let's move on. Let's what what's something else that I really like? And I started thinking about like bands that i think my entire like what all i love is kind of like founded on there's a couple bands like i would say xtc is one of those bands devo uh the specials those are all kind of these bands that are, like almost foundational to what i listen and they're bands i got into later it's like oh i like they might be giants check out devo and xtc oh that cool oh i like this check out devo and check out this band called x-ray specs who i am a huge fan of uh, but I got into them obviously backwards from uh, one of my favorite bands, and had I known about them when I was younger, I've totally been a big fan. Uh, this is probably their most famous song uh, called "Oh Buddha Up Yours," and the sax the sax part on the song cracks me up because it's out of tune, but perfectly out of tune.
0: <laughs> what What's the song called?
1: Oh Buddha Up Yours? Oh no. Oh, Bondage, up yours. I was
0: going to say, I'm like, do I have a different song that has similar title? (laughs) I'll I'll tell that story afterwards. (laughs) All right. Oh, Bondage, up yours. Yours.
2: Some people think little girls should be seen and not heard, but I think... Oh, Bondage, up yours! What?
0: of cool and you're right it's sort of oddly perfectly out of tune yeah
1: (laughs) all right so one of the reasons i I mess up the title of this song all the time is i read this comic book back in the day still one of my favorite comics very influential on who i am called the invisibles uh and they have an entire like chapter of that book called oh buddha up yours and they (laughs) say uh it's kind of about like the buddhist religions and the gangsters that were Buddhists, but also it's written by an englishman well a scotsman (laughs) and the main character is scottish and a a punk rocker from back in the day so he's making a reference to the uh the song by x-ray specs while also pissing off these gangsters (laughs) that they were fighting
0: (laughs) awesome interesting yeah yeah
1: so i always do that and i should know better than (laughs) that you should know better I know, I know.
0: Thank you for calling me on it. (laughs) Mostly, I just wanted to make sure I didn't have the wrong song. (laughs) I wasn't, like, concerned. But, yeah.
1: All right, and for my second, my final song, rather, uh, I I went for another band that I listened to quite a bit, and a band I don't talk about too much because they've been broken up for a while, uh, but they were a lounge, uh, jazz, pop combo, is how they uh, said their sound was. They're called the Pensacotta Five, they are from Japan. And uh it's one of those bands that whenever I find like an import single, boom, buy it. Anything, I'll buy it. And this was one of their songs. Uh it's called Di DiMarzo.
0: Alright, let's check it out. <laughs>
1: them they sing in english japanese italian spanish french (laughs) they just don't even care whatever the song kind of demands uh oddly enough i have most of the uh english versions um releases rather and they have translations of the song titles uh that's how i knew the name of this track but on Spotify, they only have basically their Greatest hits album, Uh and all the titles are in Japanese. Uh So I had to listen through to find the one. I was just like, I know it's got to be on this album. It's one of their best songs, and that's how I I knew the name of the song. But yet, when I sent it to Matt, I just sent a picture.
0: (laughs) Correct. You're like, it's the 14th one down. Count it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
1: so uh, that's how I knew the title of it, because on my release, it has that and then parentheses that says Marto. Um But it's it's a fun song. They're a fun band. It's just all kind of that like poppy, loungy, 60s-ish kind of stuff.
0: I don't think you've said the name of the band. A Pensacotta Five? Okay, you did. Now you did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I did. I fe- maybe you didn't. Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. I'm not sure. But yeah, all I remember is you sang the song title. Yeah. But yeah. That's cool. Um, yeah, they're a
1: fun band. Uh, I, I kind of like that neo lounge swing thing that came up in the '90s, and these cats are yeah. actually doing it in the '80s and just through the '90s. Yeah, they're good.
0: Um, so we're now gonna—I didn't tell RJ this—but now we're gonna make it into a competition. No, so, no, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> uh, vote for which, between us, whose musical choices more in line with you as an individual. Would you say? Oh, I, I,
1: I would say who brought the more interesting songs, but uh, that's kind of that's, that's I,
0: it's I, still I, subjective. I'd win that
1: just with the piece
0: five song man. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's kind of the same question, but I get yeah. I
1: don't know. Uh, actually, tell us who you would rather hear a mixtape from. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good one.
0: Yeah, I guess that's yeah. Who, guess
1: it's... who would you rather hear a non scon mixtape from, me or Matt? After you just heard. Three, mm. three songs that we decided to share with you.
0: Yeah, keep in mind, yeah. I probably would throw in more oldies. Uh, I would probably throw in some Weird Al in there somewhere. <laughs> so,
1: no, you will be getting more Biss. You will be getting <laughs> They Might Be Giants. Those three bands, maybe a Pixie song, maybe some other weird stuff yes. that I've had in my collection. A lot yeah. of power pop, probably, yeah. probably a lot of Telethon. It'll just be Telethon. <laughs>
0: Uh, all my music, uh, all my bands will have their instruments in tune. Um, just kidding. I mean, they probably will, but, um, all right. Oh, I wanted to, the thing I brought up and said, I would wait until after that little segment before we move on. I do some have some Scott history, but I did sort of, uh, I posted on Monday slash today, um, that the pictures I posted to promote that it's just going to be me and you. I was going to sort of, uh, tell maybe where what those pictures was i will go first with mine okay go for it so with my picture standing in like me doing like a modeling pose uh in like (laughs) 80s short shorts and (laughs) uh, some running shoes um so i think if memory serves well i know for a fact whatever we were just taking you know because you had rolls of film back then it wasn't digital so when, if you went somewhere like on a trip or something and you had pictures still left, well, whatever we did, we were just doing to like finish off pictures. Yeah. And I think the trip we'd just taken was actually like something I had to do for like a, a fifth grade school report or something where I had to go down yeah. to like one of the missions here in, in Southern California, uh, down in San Juan Capistrano. Toronto, I had to go down there and like take pictures and I think Ooh. this was the tail end of the roll cuz I think some other ah. pic- pictures like I think one of them I like have a baseball bat and I'm doing swing and my brother like <laughs> um I would take pictures of him and the car that's in the background is my dad's um truck for um he was a pool man um ah. back then at that time so that's sort of what's going on in the picture and where it is and what's happening. What what's, what was going on in your picture, RJ? Uh,
1: to be honest, I don't think I'd ever seen this picture until my birthday in May when my mother put that picture <laughs> up online that said happy birthday to my little boy. Oh, it's funny. Um, yeah, no, I, I I mean, I know everything about that picture. That's me I, on the side of the picture who you don't see because it's cropped for this is my grandma and my cousin, Kat, uh, who you might see in the background is my Aunt Carol. This was very much the basement of my Uncle uh, Bill and Aunt Corey's house. Uh, it pro- it must have been a family party. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got some sunglasses that I put on upside down for some reason and then just posed. Because <laughs> you're and- wacky. I was a crazy kid. Uh, but yeah, I have zero memory of that picture being taken. But <laughs> I was like, I know all the surrounding events. Uh but yeah, like I was like, Mom, this is the greatest picture ever. How is it the first time I've ever seen
2: it?
0: <laughs> yes, yeah. That's pretty funny. All yeah, right. It's, it's fun <clears throat> so next up, some I have some ska history. Um And I think we've kind of slightly covered this issue in some other Ska history, sort of briefly mentioned it, but I do want to, excuse me, give a a sort of more definitive breakdown of where the term rude boy came from. So once again, of course, I'm pulling all this information um, from sources on the internet, Um, a couple articles, heck, even Wikipedia, which sort of led me to other articles and stuff like that. So yeah. um, so just keep in mind, most of the things I'm about to say are other people's words. I will link, um, I will put the, the links to the articles uh, that I quote from in the show notes. So just know that pretty much if it sounds like I'm reading, I'm reading someone else's words. <laughs> um, so rude boy or rude boy is one word, rude boy is two words words, Rudy uh, with an I-E, Rudy with just an I, Rudy with a Y, are slang terms that uh, originated in the 1960s in Jamaica Jamaican street culture and that are still used today. In the late 70s, this is giving sort of like an overview. Uh, in the late 70s, there was a revival in England and the terms rude boy and rude girl among among other variants, were being used to describe fans of two-tone ska. The use of these t- terms moved into a more contemporary ska punk movement movement as well in the UK, and the terms rude boy and rude girl are used in a similar way to gangster uh, or bad man. You know, yeah. that's sort of like... Um, so then the the term rude boy and the rude boy subculture... Arose in the poorer sections of Kingston, Jamaica, and was associated with violent, disc- disconnected youth, along with ska and rocksteady music. Many rude boys favored sharp, sharp suits, thin ties, pork pie hats, uh, showing an influence of the fashion of the U.S. jazz musicians and soul music artists. Um, you know of of that time from. Uh, movies around the 60s and stuff like that. So, in that period uh, in Jamaica, uh, unemployed Jamaican youth sometimes found temporary employment from sound system operators to uh, disrupt competitors' dance, leading to the term dance hall crashers. So, like, basically what this is saying, and I think... So, sound systems are what, like, groups of, like, a DJ... And his crew. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. it is even, it's funny when you really think about it, like, not only, and we very rarely talk about this, but, like, how much sound system culture even, you know, sort of influenced hip-hop. Oh, yeah,
1: those that was a lot of uh, the sound system guys from Jamaica when they yeah. moved up to, uh, to, to New York City. Yeah, some of those guys had done, like, ska and reggae sound systems down there in Jamaica and then brought that culture of like, you know, the big stacks of speakers and, yeah. And and spinning records and, uh, and sort of, you know, talking over records because the B side would always be an instrumental.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So talking over. So back in, uh, the sixties in Jamaica, they would talk over records. Toasting. Yeah. Yeah. Consider toasting which eventually led to, like, rapping, so it's kind of mm-hmm. interesting. So, but back to the Rude boy So, Rude boy were basically, think of them like muscle. Yeah. Um, they would go, you know, if they were, if it was like a Friday night, uh, and, the, you know, in the same area, maybe clubs on the same street had, you know, this DJ going, and, you know, this DJ down the street. Um, and they were trying to, you know, a lot of places selling food and drinks and all that stuff. So the quote-unquote Rude Boys would go and sort of crash that scene and mm-hmm. like... Um, Cause um, trouble at yeah. the, the rival DJ. So people would leave like, this isn't a
1: good scene. I don't want to be here with the right. with all this nonsense. And they might, instead of go
0: home, go check out the other DJ. right? Because yeah. uh, you could still hear the music. So yep. that's sort of where the term Rude Boy came from. Just a... Tr- Troublemaker, bad man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so like the overview says at the beginning and then uh, kind of moved to, you know, the UK when Jamaican immigrants yeah. sort of um, – Moved you know, there to
1: help uh, rebuild after the war.
0: Yeah. Uh, moved that direction. They – it kind of went into a more dress – you know, Rude Boy was more about how you yeah. dressed than necessarily – I, I didn't read up a whole lot on, you know, in the time of Two-Tone, there wasn't really much of Rude Boys going and, you know, knocking over other bands and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. That really wasn't, it was more about the way, so think of the character from Two-Tone Records, Walt Jabsco, no. um, and how he's dressed. That's yeah. that's what, at that time, what it meant to be a Rude Boy, and you were into yeah. ska and reggae and rocksteady. Yeah. Um, And, uh, so sort of back up, I wanted to like research to see like, where is the first mention of, Oh, like in a song, like in a song or maybe an article, right. And I couldn't find the exact place where like the word rude boy, um, sort of first shows up, but a song that is now recognized as the first rude boy anthem called rough and tough, uh, by stranger Cole and, deck Reeds band from 1962 is you. So this song is often credited as like the first song where sort of the, um, the issue of being a rude boy is addressed. Um, another one is a song called simmer down. And I can't think off the top of my head again, who, who... Uh,
1: Bob Marley and the whalers.
0: Yeah. But yeah, that's it.
1: backed um, up by the scatelites, I believe. Yeah. Sorry, it's just the Whalers at that point. It wasn't Bob Marley and yeah. the
0: Whalers. But, but if you look it up, it actually comes up as Bob Marley
1: and the Whalers. It's hey, more marketable now. It's just yeah. like all the 07 stuff now says uh, Sia was 07 when she just used to be the singer for that band. and it wasn't. Yeah. A, yeah.
0: yeah. So, um, so that song, you know, is probably. Uh, that's like an, another early song, but this song. Um, Rough and tough has been sort of credited. It was just coming out a year before that. Uh, sort of le- dre- uh, not using the term rude boy, but addressing the behavior of the, of the rude, rude boy. Yeah. So let's take a listen to it. It's called uh, "Rough and Tough."
2: Who are you? That I. Right. be mindful of you run for refuge and were rescued that's a fact then why
0: you know, one of the early songs that sort of addressed the rude boy culture and sort of basically, it's kind of like telling him like, stop doing that. It's yeah, basically calm like, down, buddy. Yeah. Um, and it's, which is sort of the same thing as is uh simmer down is the sort of the, the message to um, it's the same kind of message as uh, a message to Rudy and, and stuff like yeah. that. And it's, you know, Um so like we sort of briefly talked about, Uh, When Jamaican immigrants uh, moved to the UK, uh, they would influence the sort of mod and skinhead culture Mm -hmm. at the time. Um, And then the rude boy fashion, as we kind of like maybe think of it mostly today, that's when that sort of really kicked in the gear. Because like, um, you know, even in the in Jamaica in the 60s, wasn't quite what we you know the sharp yeah. suit and the thin tie yeah. as tailored much. suit yeah yeah a rude boy really could have been just a guy who went and you know yeah. messed shit up that's really what a rude boy did that's really what it was but then it moved into someone who was into ska and sort of dressed and behaved this way and was yeah. into the music um and sort of you know and so the way you would see it uh manifest there is obviously you know bands like the specials and stuff like that um but also uh, you know the clash what you put out a song called Rudy Can't Fail oh, yeah. on their 1979 album London Calling um you know uh the term Rude Boy became associated with street and urban culture as a common greeting the term Rude Boy has become associated with music genres you know um Drum and bass, jungle, UK garage, grim. Although it's still used by many ska and ska punk bands, old and new, um, primarily in the UK and the US. Yeah. So now you might, in our culture, for like, like by the time third wave rolled around, it it was just someone who was into ska. That's really yeah, sort yeah. of what it became. And yeah, there's probably some like competition in the sense of like who's the bigger ska fan or who has the most records yeah. and stuff like that. That was sort of talked about in one of the articles like but it what it didn't it no longer meant sort of the dance hall crashers yeah, yeah, yeah. mentality um it just sort and of and someone
1: who is into dance hall crashers.
0: Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what it meant. Um yeah, so and then it you know rolled into whatever Rihanna meant by the term rude boy. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um all right. So that should get you up on uh and there's great stuff, and like I said, you should read the articles that uh yeah. I read through. There's a couple of them and of course there's there's documentaries that you can even find on YouTube and stuff, interviews with different people. Yeah. Um yeah, so check all that stuff out. I'll put what I can in the show notes. Cool. All right. So before we head out, yeah. Um we are gonna do ska picks of the week.
1: What's your ska pick, Matt?
0: Oh, thanks for asking. (laughs) Um, My ska Pick of the Week is uh, from Less Than Jake, their new single that they put out on the Wavebreaker split uh, with Kill Lincoln. Uh, The song is called Need Some Shaking. Let's check it out. That's a fun song.
1: Yeah, it is. That's a fun one.
0: RJ, why don't you tell us about your ska pick?
1: Well, uh, one of my favorite bands that mixes Power Pop and Ska they are called Cat bite and we've had them on the show. A lovely group of people. They have a new album coming out soon, uh, but they released this single first. It's called Call Your Bluff, and I am absolutely in love with this song.
0: All right, let's check it out.
2: Come, boy,
0: boy, can you get it up? Come, boy, boy, you should Take it, take baby, take
2: take it,
1: take it, it, this You really... really miss out a lot by not having a video feed of
0: watching Matt, especially dance to that song. Uh, it, it, yeah, it's about his penis. R- <laughs> R- rude boy, are you big enough? Rude boy, can you get it up? I'm just saying. <laughs> so, I want to apologize to the member of Cat Bites for that prank <laughs> that Matt played on me. Uh, they think it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, I right. asked them. No, I didn't. They have no idea. Uh, so yes, sorry, cat bite, but <laughs> of course I'm gonna play your song. Here we go. All right. awesome. I'm excited for new cat bites me
1: too you pre-order that record yet matt
0: why are you gonna ask me those questions better do it soon buddy they're running low on first presence i know i know i'll get to it better uh,
1: the second presence won't be done until 2022 they think what yeah
0: curses (laughs) foiled again uh, uh but
1: yes it's called nice one and it's out later this summer and it's going to be a banger it's going to be a ripper of a record yes. i cannot wait to hear the whole thing
0: very excited for a new catbite um you know what we didn't mention this when it sort of happened and it kind of went by so you remember months ago catbite put out that like country version of their first oh yeah tracks. cat light yeah yeah they you know they did like a like hardcore a more, version
1: cat uh, fight hell yeah
0: yeah so if you want to hear the hardcore version of their first album uh i think it's on their band camp go check that yes. out yeah they're cause, both on there because that is definitely amazing <laughs> it's fun it's fun yeah they are very creative individuals so. they really are Alright, so, um, before we head out, I do want to remind people that we have a Patreon page that, uh, you should definitely check out, because, you know, we are working hard on some really fun things on these bonus episodes, um, and, you know, yeah, we have, like, you can be a part of a, a Facebook group, and occasionally maybe we'll have some Zoom hangouts, but you know, what you're really sort of paying for for your $4 a month is um, some awesome, awesome um, bonus episodes. I do a deep dive. Uh, I bring on an artist, and we do a deep dive on one of their songs. RJ and Gary read comic books and tell you about them. <laughs> what and
1: you're really paying for is Matt to do a really good episode, <laughs> and then me and Gary dick around about comic books.
0: <laughs> for about hey, it, I mean, there's... I mean, there is a huge crossover in ska music. There
1: is, there is. So,
0: there. I mean, it. I guarantee it's appealing uh, to a oh, lot of our listeners. I hope so.
1: Um, so, and, uh, and Gary's entertaining no matter yeah, what.
0: Yes, exactly. Just listen for Gary. That's it. Yeah, I, I actually suggest that. <laughs> um, all right. <clears throat> so you can uh, check that out at Patreon.com/slash, on the upbeat ska. Four dollars a month get you two bonus episodes a month access to a um, private Facebook page where I make you do my job for me and come up with <laughs> segment ideas, opening lines, um, and I just ask you uh, random questions about the show. So uh, you get a little bit more personal time with us, I guess, in that sense. All right. Um, well, thanks for hanging out and yeah. checking out the show. And until next week, keep listening to Sky. You've been listening to On the Upbeat. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you get all the new episodes as soon as they're available. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at ontheupbeatska. Follow our Spotify playlist, Ska Favorites. It features all the songs heard on the show. Please consider joining our Patreon. Visit patreon.com/ontheupbeatska to sign up today. And thank you for supporting On The Upbeat.